Welcome to a new episode of My Mindset. I'm your host Darius. I got a, I got a house full of people here today. I invited one, one of my boys up. Made a mention about him last week, and he came here with a whole crew of people. And the good thing I have my mics all set up so everybody can get some voices in today. I want everybody to get a shout out to my boy King Shinobi. Say what up? Yeah, what up? Hey. Freaking, he brought. This man G Nice. What's up, G Nice? Yeah, what's going on? It's G Nice. Hey, he bought his boy Dan. What's going on, Dan? Yo, what's going on, y'all? Alright, everything's good, man. So, what are we gonna do? Since everybody, I don't know if everybody knows who everybody is in here, we're gonna talk about each one of y'all real quick. Uh, King Shinobi, tell us a little bit about yourself, bro, man. Yeah, it's your boy King Shinobi. Uh, I'm representing out of Camden, New Jersey. I'm an artist, uh, do hip hop. Um, my gang, CCB So Wavy. Uh, you can hit me up on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, King Shinobi, King underscore Shinobi, S H I N O B E. Uh, I got an album coming out, uh, 30 plus. Uh, I just finished shooting a couple of videos with my boy Wayne Campbell. Shout out to Wayne. Shout out to Wayne, man. I got Rosary Beads. Uh, and play my song out. I also did a couple more that I'm uh, about to drop soon. Um, other than that, you know, I'm working, man. Um, did a, doing a couple shows. I'm trying to jump in this mixer uh, this month, but if not, um, I'm, I'm working on a couple of things coming out. Uh, I got some ventures that I'm doing with a couple of people. I got the mixtape with Gilly that's out right now um, on all platforms. It's called Cooking Up with Gilly. Hmm. Um, I got a couple more things that that's in the mix. So I don't want to uh, jump the gun, but I got a couple more things that's big that's coming out. So um, I mean, we look on, on lookout for that. All right, all right. Liking what I'm hearing, man. Damn, bro. I remember we was in the truck and you was just telling me your dream, bro. Yeah, talking about it, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. Trying to manifest that shit, man. It's yeah. been a long time coming. So yeah, like I said, you know, you know, it, it, it used to be. Sitting around talking about it, and, and you know, you know how you know how I feel about it. Yeah, music is my passion, so I'm just trying to make it happen, man. Trying to pass something along to the people in my city and to the you know the generations that they can learn from. You know, I think the uh, responsibility of artists should be to uh, pass on some information and knowledge. If you got it, you got the gift to communicate with people. So why not give them something to talk about? So you know, I, that's what I try to think. You know, I'm trying to leave my legacy as. All right, all right. So we're going to go to our man next. It's G-Nice. Yeah, what's happening? It's the first time we're meeting. Yeah. I mean, tell everybody a little bit about you. You say anything um, about a tattoo shop and stuff like that? You do the artwork? Nah, I don't, I'm not in no tattoo shop, but I do tattoos. Um, I run from house to house. I'm oh, pretty, okay. I'm from Camden, pretty much all over South Jersey. I live pretty much a little bit everywhere for a little while. So you're the man that, you know, when I do the tattoo parties, to get in touch with. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can get in touch with me. My name Greg Nice everywhere. All right. Facebook and Instagram. How much you, uh, much you uh, attach, like, um, kind of run at um, the parties? Um, well, it depends on what you want. I start off at 25. If you're going to have a party or something like that, I'll start off, like, 20. But, um... Yeah. It depends on what uh, you want. That's that's a that's a major question that yeah. a lot of people give me is like, well, how much is how much is a tattoo? How much you gonna charge me well, for a tattoo? Well, the size, yeah, right, the size. Right, right. I ain't getting a whole arm piece. I'm about twenty dollars, nigga. I got my yeah. whole. Yeah. I want the whole Mortal Kombat theme on my shit, dog. 
<laughs> first tattoo, I, one of the first tattoos I ever did, I did, I told the girl it was five dollars a letter. Okay. And, and, and one girl, it was like three of them came through. Okay, they said it on Facebook, they came through. Two of them got the, like, one of them got their whole name, another one got like their kid's name, and the other one only got one letter. One but letter? She, but what she wanted was a big letter, you feel me? Like, major. Okay. But oh, she tried to be slick. I, I stuck my foot in my mouth. Yeah. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, hell so no, like, son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I stuck my foot in my mouth. I'm like, ah, oh, nah, I ain't gonna get that like that. Uh, she used like thirty dollars worth for eight for five dollars. Yeah, She's I, like, I, I, took it as, I took it as a lesson. <laughs> my L was a lesson. All right. So how everybody reach you? They want to get you for a party I'm, or something I'm, like that. I'm Greg Nice everywhere. On our social media too. Yeah. Alright. Yeah. Alright. Dad? What yeah. up, man? Yo, what's going on? He's the only one in here who looks approachable. Yeah. <laughs> all y'all, if I saw this shit, I'd be like, eh. Alright, what up, bro? <laughs> I'm very approachable. I'm very approachable. So, what's going on with you, man? I'm, I'm good, man. I'm King Noob, uh, cousin. Okay. Old cousin Dan. You know, I'm around for support. Alright. You know? What's up? Cuzzo got a dream. I'm part of it. Shout out my mindset. Thank you. Know, you. Thank you. Coming on the show. Thanks for having us. Thanks. All right. You got anything going with you? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm just around, man. You know, I dibble and dab on little stuff. You okay. know, a bunch of other people stuff. You know, I, I, I jump in on. You okay. Know, I got people, pure hustle security. All right. I mean, G1000s. I'm from out in Philly. All right. So, you know, up and coming artists. Like, we got... Gills jumping on stuff with people like I'm I'm all for anything positive. And, okay, you know, that's what's up. I just want to be. What a part, part of Philly of from? I'm out northeast. Oh, okay. Yeah. You right yeah. over the bridge then. Shout right out to Philly. Yeah, I thought you was about to say north. I was like, get this nigga out my house. <laughs> <laughs> I've been I've been all yeah. over down Philly, man. Southwest, right. north, everywhere. All right, bet bet bet. So we got to introduce everybody. We're gonna do a shot for the show. Everybody, salute, salute, salute. Mm. Salute. Salute. Mm. Now, as we're getting to our, our next segment, I'll do my rant for the day. My rant for the day. This ain't on fucking play. <laughs> my rant. My rant. My rent is on fire. My rent. My rent. My rent is on fire. My rent. My rent. Today's rant is about personal growth. I came up with a metaphor today. I love trying to come up with metaphors. So I came up with a metaphor. I don't know if this has uh, been said, but yeah, I'm taking a stab at it. Life is war. You have your missions and you have your battles. Now, when I say war, I don't want you to think combative. I don't want you to think that everyone's out to get you. When I say war, I want you to think of two things. Strategy and time. Because in this war, there's never enough, what? Time. Your missions are all intel gathering, whether it's positive or negative. Your battles are all not physical. You have emotional battles, you have mental battles, and you have spiritual battles. So with that in mind, 
you must have attained a strategy from your missions because if you don't handle a surprise battle, it's going to cost you big points in the war. With this metaphor, all in all, what I'm saying, war, aka, is your life. How can you attain the things in your life that you want? And I say it starts with one thing. That's your personal growth. Without it, there's, there's no way getting anywhere near where you want to be. So when I bring this rant to a closure, I'm going to list off some points here. Uh, if you want to, you can jot them down, look them over. And with these points, you can make your own mission. Remember, missions is gathering an intel. You know, now whether you apply them negatively or positively, that's on you. But hopefully, with the applications of these things I'm gonna list off, you can do better in your battles. Okay, um, one point learn how to resolve your problems. Hopefully, positively, you can do it, but learn how to come to bring closure into issues or bring something to light. Learn how to resolve those things. Be more active in your stance of life. That's another one. Another one is, learn how to overcome adversity, AKA, gotta face what? Your problems, resolve them. Another point, get out your own limitations. Stop nesting in your comfort zone. You're not going to go nowhere always in your comfort zone. That's just a, a, a personal barrier that you're putting on yourself. Start acknowledging your strengths. I, I see that we worry so much about the things that we don't know that we completely forget about our own strengths, the things that we do know. And those are the things that's going to help us become a better person. Let go of your past. That's a big issue for people, not knowing how to let go. I think I talked about that in my first podcast and not letting go of that past and then letting go. And, and there was like a big relief for of me. You got to become more confident. Well, how? How do I become more confident? If you're not a confident person, how do you do that? It's, it's not easy, but there's a way to do it. Start small to big. Setting goals for yourself. Get up. If you got something to do for the day, even if you're not doing anything for the day, just tell yourself, these are the things I'm going to get done for the day. And don't let nobody stop you from getting those things done. And start working from smaller goals to bigger goals. Believe me, when I say when you start accomplishing these goals, your confidence is going to start showing. It, it, it's a self-gratification. You know what I mean? Stop being afraid. Now, when I say stop being afraid, I mean one thing. Learn what no means. That's what I, that's what I mean. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid of the word no. Now, when a person tells you in an intimate setting, like you and one person and y'all like uh, physically and stuff like that, no, is that's a no. That's not to be argued. That's a no. Number one, 
that's them creating their own personal growth and their own boundaries. You got to respect that. You can't take that from a person. The no's that I'm talking about are the day-to-day situations like business, uh, bills, uh, learn how to, you know, ask questions, you know? If the no is the answer for the question that you're getting, don't get upset about it. A lot is going to be a lot of no's. The thing that you want to take away from that no is to ask why. And the reason I'm telling you to ask why is because within that answer of why they said no, you're going to learn how your no turns to a yes. Yeah. At last, the last point, you got to work on your mindset. <laughs> you got to be honest with yourself. Who are you? Where you are right now? What do you want to become? A lot of things I see people do is they live this dream life and they focus on living their life in a dream manner that they're not looking at their life realistically of what is on their plate. Now, I'm not saying you can't have dreams. You should have dreams. But you have to live your life realistically and work on your dreams. Live your life realistically and work on your dreams. And if you do that, something funny is going to happen. If you work on your life realistically to your dreams, one day your dreams is going to be your reality. My rent, my rent, what? my rent is on fire. What? My rent, my rent. All right. Damn. She's only out here playing playbacks from the middle of the show. I'm saying. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? Uh, so, what do y'all, how y'all feel about my rant on that one? Nah, I think you was talking facts. All right, Snow. Um, I def- I, yeah, I, I feel the same way. Like, you, you got to... You got to change your mindset. You got to realize where you're at um, in life and who you are um, and what it is that you can and cannot accomplish. And you got to set your mind to it. You got to definitely have some goals. You got to be disciplined. Um, Which is, you made some some great points. Um, It's not just like one particular thing that, that can sets you on a path to following your dreams like you got to put in work in all areas and like be consistent so um you definitely was giving some knowledge dropping some gems on people tell me about your personal growth and to this music that you've been in so far um well yeah like uh even from like the last two or three years um that i've been trying to you know do the do it major um it's been a lot. Uh, like I've been, I've been meeting and networking with people, finding out like a lot more of the business side. You know, trying to uh, figure out like the the music is cool. Like if you got talent, it's it's fun. like everybody got talent. You know what I'm saying? But it's about how you get in and maneuver. When, you know what you do with your music and how you market it and stuff. So like that's a big part that I've been learning. Just especially in the last couple months, um, I've been trying to kick up and just really like go hard at. Um, getting the right people to notice me um, so that they can, like, they just offer their, their recognition is, is, like, enough promo and, and, you know what I mean? So, it's a chess game, um, but 
you know, I, I started off just kind of naive, not really knowing what to expect, just thinking, you know, if you got the best music or some great music, that somebody just snatch you up like they do in the movies, you know. Mm -hmm. But um, it really do take hard work, and you got to be in the right frame of mind. You got to be willing to sacrifice. You got to be willing to take losses, you know what I mean? And uh, you got to be willing to take risks. So um, it's, it's definitely a lot of truth in that. So um, I encourage anybody, man, like, eat if it's a dream that's because and at the present time it doesn't seem feasible but if you put a plan together and really believe in something yo like don't stop no matter how old you are or what your situation is financially or whatever like you know do figure it out you brought up a, a, a thing about you know big loss what's one of the um, if you feel like talking about one of the you know biggest losses you probably took when it came to following your, your dreams here um I mean I wouldn't really I wouldn't say it was a loss it was just um when I was younger uh I didn't I didn't understand how how, how the game works so you know like I said I was just kind of like you know I'm nice everybody around me saying I'm nice so you know I should be able to get on and I didn't take it serious I, I was like kind of lazy as far as uh, making people believe in me the way that I believed in me. And um, I kind of just, like, got uninterested. when I After I had my kids, you know what I mean, at about 23, 24, it kind of just was like, it's yeah. not important to I me anymore. I thought you were about to say 23, 24 kids. I was about to say, God oh. damn, bro. <laughs> hey, boy, hey, listen, here. <laughs> you out here beating the future. Have, if I had 23 kids, this rap shit is it's mandatory. We got to get money. Nah, but, you know what I mean? Like, I... I wouldn't consider it as a loss more than, more than um, it was a blessing in disguise because I gave up on my dream and pursued um, manhood and fatherhood and then I, it came full circle um, so now I can come back to it with more experience and that more dedication to it you know what I'm saying so hey, um, you got any uh, tracks you uh, laid for some stuff like that um, as far as talking about my trials and tribulations well I know you got tracks about trials but yeah, I mean, I got I I, I cover a, a broad spectrum of of um, different things as far as like just being a a, a young black male, um, being uh, in in a in a social and economic system where it's hard just to be on par with everybody else. Um, you know, I talk about trying to trying to gain financial freedom. I talk about you know you know all type of shit, man. Like. I, I talk about the streets. I talk about beyond the streets, before the streets. Um, I mean, I, I, I get deep uh, with my concepts, um, but, you know, it's, I mean. You don't got that one track that's, like, in the air, like. I, I got, right now, I got uh, my single, Rosary Beads. I got this the, the video out with Wayne Campbell. Um it's doing very well. I got another single called Play My Song. That's doing really well. It, mm -hmm. it, it went over a thousand views in a week, you know what I'm saying? And, and it just jumped out and um, it's doing pretty good. But um, I'm, I'm, I want to keep it kind of close to the vest what I got coming, but. Oh, I, all right. No, no, no. You know, right, I'm the, I, I got, I got some things in I'm the I'm trying to get some gems for my podcast. Um, Let me know. <laughs> but what I will say is, what I will say is, um, the rest of this year, 
um, you can look to expect from hearing a lot of King Shinobi. Um, I got some potentially very big names in the industry um, that want to talk to me and want to talk about me. So, you know, I'm very humble and very blessed to be in that position. Um, I feel like I've been doing a lot of work behind the scenes. The people that know me um, know that I'm nonstop in the studio. I'm always grinding. I'm always hungry. So um, it's just a fruition of things that we've been trying to talk about and manifest for a couple of years, me and my team. So, um, you know, and it's not just me. It's, it's I got a whole team. I got I got my guys that don't even rap, like my boy Nice, you know what I'm saying? My, my cousin Dan, um, my whole gang, um, TSV, uh, CCB So Wavy, uh, Doughboy, Wayne Campbell, Savage Posse, and all them. Like, we're, we're, we're a unit. We work together um, as individuals and as solo and as men. You know, we push each other to strive for greatness. And um, it goes back to what you were saying in your rant. Like, it's not just one person is it, we, we, we work as a unit to try to to try to uh, build excellence among each other so we can pass that along and 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 share that positivity and them vibes to the people around us and so we can get uh, everybody to, to move in the right direction so we can make our own little stamp on you know not just the music industry but on life period you know yeah you gotta have your allies in your war man your friends and family that got your back you know what i mean yeah. and it's definitely a war man like and the one thing i will say is um it's definitely a fight with yourself when Ooh, when, when you try to do something better than um, what is going on around you because you you're naturally your natural instincts is to adapt to your surroundings. So if you feel like you're better than what you're around or you feel like you're destined for something greater, it's an inner struggle with you to manifest that into the positive change that you want. So that's when I when I say don't stop or don't quit, you got to get over that inner hump to like really get on the right path so like like i said like that that war you was talking about is it's deep and mm-hmm. you got to really know yourself to be able to achieve that and that's what separates a lot of the people that's doing it now and that is trying to do it or trying to become better and i tell my friends and the people that you know i do business with and that i hang with all the time like you know dig deep and and you know you got to give yourself that that motivation that nobody else can yeah. and, 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 you know, fight your battles and, and make sure you do what you need to do. But um, at the end of the day, it's all positive vibes, man. I think everybody can overcome whatever they got going on um, as long as they are willing to actually face the truth. Um, Dude, I, I swear to God, every time I get somebody on the show that, that vibes with me, like what I'm saying... I feel like they read in my notes that I have over here <laughs> because he hit you hit some, you hit some points that I had on my notes over here <laughs> about yeah because I said because I don't say it in the rant but I was gonna say it when we was doing the talking that you had like uh, there's three points that you have you got your allies you have an enemy mm-hmm. and then you got your peacekeepers mm-hmm. in this war and the biggest enemy the only enemy you have is yourself right you know what I mean because that's the only person. The only thing that fucks you up is yourself. It's not other people. They're not. They're not your enemies. They're just soldiers that you that your own self use against yourself. Right. You know what I mean? And you got your your allies, your friends and family that got your back. They're in the war with you. They want to see you succeed. And then you got your pe- like the peacekeepers. They like they don't really care what happens with you, but you know they got love for you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But it was that was very interesting that you. You brought that up. Damn, I saw you always shaking your head a couple times, bro. Oh, yeah. I, listen, that, <laughs> I, I, I liked it all. 
actually, I sat down. He said, take notes. Let's take notes. What? <laughs> yeah. I thought you was writing stuff like Listen, to make comments on. Damn, Listen, bro. I, I, I took the notes down. Like, oh, all right. Bet. Every, everything was just money. Like, everything no, we, was money. We, we we had these conversations all the time. He'll call me any, at any time of the day and be like, you know, because I'm I just seeing this. I'm looking up this. And Jump we'll, 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 we can mm-hmm. see it up now and then. I jump out the window. Yeah, every, I mean, yeah, that, that whole rank was gold. I appreciate <laughs> like, that. It was gold. Like, uh, I, I, I don't know if anybody want to put it in an order, you know, how it how it fits you. Yeah. That it, everything was just war is life. The ask questions and why was that that hit. Yeah, that's and, that's like and not just accepting no from mm-hmm. anybody like. You know anything you're doing you know yeah i don't want to hear nothing no. especially if it's something that i want to do mm-hmm. so you know that's just getting out and, and and chasing anything you're doing from working a nine to five to a side hustle uh to a podcast to to a, a youtube show anything you want to do like that rant was perfect i ah, appreciate it now my thing is with no is that this is my mindset when it comes to like people telling me no. It's like in back of my head is I know you want to tell me yes, mm-hmm. but why are you telling me no in this right. in this situation? Mm-hmm. Because everybody's going to have their reasons why they got to tell you no. But my job is is to get you to say yes. So what? Why are you telling me no, son? Like what's going on? What's what's what? How am I fucking myself up from from getting that yes? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And I um, a lot of people. I have met people that when they got that note, they just shut down and like, well, I tried. I'm like, bro, try again. Did you did you try? I I, I was like that. I was like that. Um, I had my wife talk to me about something. Uh, use that with a with a job interview. Mm-hmm. If somebody called you back for a job interview, to me, you want me. You called me. You know, you looked at my resume. You seen that you wanted me. Yeah. So you know, you seen something on this piece of paper that called. You know, you wanted me to come inside of there. I'm in here. We interview. You know, I asked you on a spot. Am I hired? Mm-hmm. You know, it's a yes or no question. Yeah. And, you know, you know what it is. I'm sitting right here so you can tell me no or you can tell me yes. If you're telling me no, now I want to know why so I can tighten myself up so that when I go on this next interview, you know, yeah. wherever I was lacking that, I know I stepped up and that will no longer be a reason why somebody is telling me no. Yeah. I didn't like the way you walked in here today. You know? Yeah. Your smile was crooked. Tell me something. Yeah. So, yeah. She nice, man. The part man over um, there. Yeah, I usually am. That's a... <laughs> <laughs> um, first off, I know you... I... There you go. <laughs> first off, I know we on the mic. Can you bring this down a little bit? That oh, yeah. Yo, Jay, time. can you help him out with that? Oh, you want to start again? <laughs> My bad, bro. You look no, tall. No, no. So I had to. All right, so that way I can lean. That, there you go. Right. Yeah. Down. All right, guys. He just learned how to resolve his problems. <laughs> Those of y'all who don't know what you're See, it was a boy. He was, he was struggling right there. He was, he was ready to say something, but he was battling. Like, now I'm comfortable. All right. Um, I forgot which one I was going to build on, actually. It had to, like, I was going to relate to, yeah, I should have took some notes. Yeah. Got but I kind of relate to the, uh, the, the, um, the 
whole concept of no. At first, I had something else to say, but y'all kind of built on that. I ain't going to repeat that. But still, no, the whole concept of no, not just not accepting it, but with people's attitudes on learning to accept it. Accept it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And, And some people gotta learn how to say it. That too. Because some people don't even know how to say no. Mm-hmm. At all. And they wreck they self. Nah. And, um, right. But that's just three more points on the note that I was going to add on to it, but it was going to be during my bill. <laughs> you know what I mean? Y'all kind of spilled on all that because first you know we spilled on it, then y'all spent on it at the end of that. Well, yeah, so I, I, I did kind of go Obama with my speech. You know? Nah, 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 it's good. You know, I'm quiet on the regular anyway. I'm trying to loosen up. Yeah, that's that's the uh, third point of people um, learning how to say no. I, I had a problem with that. Um, I don't know why I felt that, you know, if I made myself approachable in that light where I can do, uh, what am I trying to say here? Like, I try not to let people down. So I try to say yes mm-hmm. to a lot of people. Right. But what ends up happening is I just get fucked over yep. a lot. Because not everybody has that same right. mentality. Like, you got me. Right. I got you. We gonna. Uh, it's, most people are like, nah, I got me. That's you got big, me. That's, you the, me? That's, right. the, that's the big H. Yeah. So you, that's the big H. That's why I ain't say no. <laughs> so that's, that's I already stuck my word out there. So ah. mm. is that Let's learning see. where to finding out where your limitations is on you know yes and no? Because some people will, will do it until they they back broke. Yeah. Um, yes, I, I know some exactly, older people who, exactly who became bitter mm-hmm. off of oh, know, hell yeah. taking a exactly whole life what it is. And, 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 and you know not always saying no and always wanting to help people. That's that's why I say it goes back to what I was saying is knowing yourself. I'm I, I use an analogy like this, like all right, if you knew something was wrong with you but you didn't know what it was, you go to the doctor, they tell you specifically you got something wrong with your liver, so you're gonna take some medicine to fix your liver, or you would do things to prevent your liver from doing harm. You wouldn't like take a whole bunch of unnecessary medicine to do things to other parts of your body. So if you know who you are as a person and you know your strengths and your weaknesses. Um, you can try to correct those individually instead of like people just say I'm trying to be better and they just work on the wrong things things mm-hmm. that they're already strong in or that they don't really need you know immediate changes in mm-hmm. it, it goes deeper than that like you, you have to know what battles to pick and choose and like mm-hmm. a war is a bunch of battles yeah. it's nothing that's going to happen right away it's nothing that you won't win or lose one time and it's over it's a, it's a continuous battle yeah I don't think people should be scared to say I don't I don't know who I am. That's true. I don't know who I am right now. You know, <laughs> I'm still building on myself first and first and foremost. The problem is people don't know who they uh, mm-hmm. who they are and they associate with other people who are not as confident in their own self and they're, and they're not getting the right direction. You got to mm-hmm. have somebody in your corner or in your circle that mm-hmm. um, can you know, kind of give you advice and 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 step back up, uh, away from just being your friend or being your family and be like genuine and honest with you. So, like you were saying, one of your allies, you got to have somebody that, like you know, sometimes I don't like what you say, but you always keep it real. 
Mm-hmm. That's hard to find, though. Yeah, it is. That's hard because you get yeah. a lot of people who just... They gonna lot, tell you a lot of people hear. running around just assuming who they supposed to be. Yeah. Yeah. They want to be something, but they don't understand what it takes. Like I, I live around here, so, you know, I got to move like this. Mm-hmm. I, I live around here, so I got to move like that. I watched an a artist um, last night talk about that. Uh, he did a, a, a live stream on one of these social media platforms, and one of his fans had said something to him about him uh, being a drug addict. You know, mm. it's this whole uh, Percocet opioid thing. And some other friend, friend fans of his was like, oh, you, you clearly don't know him then, if that's what you think of him. So this artist on his live then said, listen, that's my image I sell. Mm-hmm. I, I'm 23 years old. I got property. I got this. I got that. Don't mistake my image for who I am. Okay. So then you got these people out here throwing these false images around. Social media, yeah. Right. Where you got, you know, it's, it's kids who think that I need to go beyond lean. I need to go beyond this. I need to go beyond that. You know, where you got platforms like this where, you know, listen, that is, that's an image that I'm selling. You know, that's, that's, that's what's out here right now. I'm mm-hmm. using that to make some money. But let me clear this up. No, I'm not ignorant. No, I'm aware. You know, yes, I'm aware of what's going on out here. Let me teach you how to use in the system. Yeah. To me, that's what it is. Use the system. Like, we young black men, we young black women, um, you know, we think already that it's already designed for us to, you know, we, we on an uphill battle with everything that we do. Just waking up in the morning, you know, right. walking out the door. It's dangerous walking out the door nowadays. Yeah. You know, depending on what neighborhood you went from, your neighborhood might be your neighbor, you know, anybody. Taking a ride to the store is dangerous. We're in an era now where if you go to the hospital, they have to ask you if you feel safe in your own home. Yeah. Oh, get the, yeah. you serious? Yes. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. I didn't even know that. Mm-hmm. You have to tell them that you are safe in your own home. Even, even adults? Adults, yeah. you can go for a toothache, and they will ask you. Man, you I just had surgery. I just had two surgeries. Yes, and I what? forgot all about that question being brought oh, up. Do you I feel safe look, in your no, home? I would have to fuck with the doctor. Like, I think I got some ghosts or something. Yeah. They keep knocking on my walls. And then, you know, it's a fair. I run down, say somebody called my name. I'm going crazy. So. <laughs> but that's dang. I didn't. Dang. That's the type of society we're living in. Now. Like it went from. You know, being able to, like, we we grew up on, like, Arnold Schwarzenegger tough guy shit where, mm-hmm. like, shooting yeah. up 30 people in one scene was just like, oh, that was crazy. Now it's like everything is so politically correct. But at the same time, they try to subconsciously scare the shit out of you on a daily basis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you go from being a Ooh. tough guy to petrified. On that mm-hmm. note, because you did a good little transition there, I'm going to get into the third segment here. I think me everybody came in. I think y'all was ready for the conspiracy corner here. Because y'all came in talking conspiracies <laughs> and everything. So next segment here is my conspiracy for the day. If this thing wants to play for me. Dead Zone. 
plague episode. A lockdown. Lockdown? No. No, you cannot lock the school doors. This is for your family's safety. Will I get sick too? This morning, quarantine numbers in one Georgia school district on the rise. More than 1,000 students now forced to stay home after dozens tested positive during the first few days of class. Recent photos show students sitting and walking closely together, even taking part in a fire drill. With Maybe we should wear masks. What difference does it make? According to you, we've already been exposed. Let's get one thing straight, Mr. Smith. I'm responding to political pressure. You have no reason to be scared. Let me ask you something, Amy. Animals. You've been around any animals in the backyard, even let's say a skunk, a raccoon. I'm going to swab the inside of your mouth with this little Q-tip. Bats are not a villain. Coronaviruses are a type of virus that can spread from animals to humans and cause diseases like SARS and MERS. The latest coronavirus outbreak started in Wuhan, China. So far, it's killed almost 1,400 people and infected more than 60,000 around the world. Scientists are racing to figure out how humans contracted the new virus. Based on initial genetic testing and past outbreaks, they say it's likely the coronavirus originated in bats. Trying to get a handle on this animal. Damn efficient airborne transmission. Blood tests and swabs aren't telling us much. We know it acts like a virus. It causes high fever and respiratory distress. Tracking and treating a mysterious outbreak like this would take the CDC months. We better get started then. Anyone who hasn't been exposed already needs to wear a mask. China. Isn't that where flu viruses come from? Yeah. A lot of viruses come from their international flight to China. That's no coincidence. Whatever it is, it originated in China. Some important developments in our war against the Chinese virus. We'll be invoking the Defense Production Act just in case we need it. Why do you keep calling this the Chinese virus? There are reports of dozens of incidents of bias against Chinese Americans in this country. Your own aide, Secretary Azar, says he does not use this term. He says ethnicity does not cause the virus. Why do you keep using this? Because it comes from it's China. Racist. It's not racist at all, no, not at all. It comes from China. That's why. It comes from China. I you want to be accurate. Yeah, please, John. It's not on our side. It's like looking for a needle than a needle stack. We have ruled out all the usual suspects. Influenza, SARS, bacterial pneumonia. How long is it going to take? Well, it took 34 days to isolate the coronavirus that caused SARS, and that's fast. I'm authorizing a quarantine on everyone who's come in contact with a symptomatic person. There's got to be something I can do. And the enzyme S virus leads when they reduce the chloroquine. So the chloroquine. This is it. This is your virus. I'm sorry, but there's no cure for that. Chloroquine. That's an anti-malarial drug. No. Listen. Suppresses the enzymes. The drug hydroxy.
hydroxychloroquine has been getting a lot of attention in recent days as a treatment for coronavirus coupled sometimes with the antibiotic drug azithromycin. After the FDA approved the drug's use for that purpose this past weekend, President Trump suggested doctors might want to try it on very sick patients. 1989, WWE. Twin Towers, taken Beijing. This would be at this time, the slickster, a key of the African dream and a big boss man. Gentlemen, is this the match you wanted all along, or are you going to continue your terrorist attacks on the mega powers and the defenseless Elizabeth? What do you want? All right, thank you, Vince McMahon, Hulk Hogan, Macho Man, Randy Savage, the lovely Elizabeth. Three people working as one with one goal in mind, to defeat, or should I say demolish the Twin Towers. Hulk Hogan, you talked about the triangle of love. Jesse Ventura says there's a problem. Explain. Well, you know me, Gene. You get right to the heart of the matter with that question, brother. It's the love, man, that's going to supercharge the mega powers and tear down the Twin Towers. Yes, man. What were your thoughts then? Yeah, mean Gene, I can still feel the pain when that cold steel bit into this Elizabeth's wrist right there. And when her muscles were torn, my muscles were torn. When her bone was bruised right there, I felt the pain. Hulk Hogan felt the pain. And I can still feel the pain right now. And Hulk Hogan, that pain won't stop until the Twin Towers come crumbling down. <laughs> oh, yeah, right now, tonight, on prime time. 1988, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Bad news, Master Splinter. Shredder is up to something. But he ran off before we could discover what. All we know is it had something to do with the Twin Towers. Sooner or later, he will reveal his plan. Like, what do you suppose Shredder's up to this time? Michelangelo, you heard April's message. He's been spotted on the roof of the World Trade Center. <laughs> it's for sure he's not there for the view. Hey! hey! It's 8.52 here in New York. I'm Brian Dumble. We understand that there has been a plane crash on the uh, southern tip of Manhattan. You're looking at the uh, World Trade Center. We understand that a plane has crashed into the World Trade Center. We don't know anything more than that. We don't know if it was a commercial aircraft. We don't know if it was a private aircraft. We have no idea how many were on board. Or Today, what conspiracy theory is predictive programming. This theory was proposed by Alan Waltz. The theory states that the government, the government or any higher forms are using movies, books, and media as a form of mass mind control hmm. to make the population more acceptable of the plans they have for future events. Basically, it's a form of psychological conditioning. Now, given through the forms that they use as media, movies, all of these are entertainment. So through entertainment, they get the public used to seeing these things. So when they implement these changes, one, we see them as a natural progress, unless we re resist to these changes. So why movies and entertainment, you say? Why? Because we perceive these as just for what they are, entertainment. Therefore, our guard is down. And because that our guard is down, it allows subliminal messages to get to our consciousness. No, not consciousness, subconscious. I'm sorry. 
they usually approach this through sci-fi movies. One, because they can do anything with their imagination for the good and bad of it. And through that, what happens is it creates a self-prophecy for us. Either we're going to want it or we expect these changes to happen. All right. Boom. Predictive programming, people. We've been seeing it for years. I mean, freaking... Like, I did some of the examples as you saw I did right there was like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles scenes. There's a whole bunch with the 9-11. You know what I mean? Back into Looney Tunes. They got, uh, what was it, Bugs Bunny screaming, the tower's on fire, stuff like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? I did this one, the one show uh, that I played, a bit, it's, they was predicting the whole step-by-step of coronavirus. That's why you heard I kept doing them and then a news clip. Right. Exactly, almost verbatim, even to the uh, uh, chloroquine. Mm. Which, now they're talking about hydroxychloroquine that I remember Trump was like, yeah, I take that every day. Yeah. Yeah. Or some nutball <coughs> shit. They're <everybody coughs> like, what? Hydroxycut. Let's take boxes. What am I talking about? But, um, have y'all seen any uh, forms of predictive programming before? Oh, all the time. It's, like you said, they 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 use uh, friendly fire. They they try to comfort. They try to make it familiar. They try to program it to you early. They go for the cartoons and stuff first because as a kid, it's hard when you, especially in communities um, with high poverty and you know a lot of like we get, we're in uh, PTSD. Uh, communities so a lot of people's memories is not all the way you know when you're a kid you, by the time you've grown I don't know I remember this but is it real I don't know now you see it come out and it's not more of a shock now it's kind of like you're kind of expecting internally it. You're, yeah internally you're used to it so it's like yeah I remember that like yeah but th- that's what they they use tactics like that all the time man it's, it's, it's to subdue us um because on on a on a one on one ground uh, uh, versus it's not like it's they're not they don't play fair you know that you can't beat you know they say brains beats brawn so they're playing to beat the brawn which they figure that a lot it's of the people, people that yeah we're, we're, we're the brawn so that's why they say we have the power that's mm-hmm. what we have power but they have the brains so. Uh, I had some movies that um that was very like got us like early predictive programming was was uh Will Smith with um iRobot uh Robin Williams with AI and now you're looking at people like Elon Musk mm-hmm. uh, I forget the off the off company he has where they're in charge of uh well there's a lot of companies in charge of AI but I think they are more advanced than everybody yeah oh yeah. And the conversation that they're having isn't, they're not worried about self-preservation, self-preservation that AI will have. They're more concerned with getting it out there. Right. And even like, if you watch the Elon Musk interview with, um, what's his name? Um, Rogan, the Rogan experience. Even Elon's like, bro, we don't want to open that box. 
Because we can't go back once you do that. You know what I mean? There's a, uh, like an age old, <clears throat> it's like the first rule of conspiracy theorists, um, where whatever, whenever that, uh, higher powers or intelligent civilizations contacted us, they gave us all this information to technology and, and, and secrets that we could never imagine, but they told us, uh, you have to tell everybody, and the way that they did it was they put it into media so nobody would believe it. Mm-hmm. They, you know, they water down media so much and, and fill it up with so much bullshit that they can put the truth right in front of you. And you know. yeah, it's like they they gotta tell you the truth. Like they have to tell you what's going on. Yeah, and freedom and information act. Yes, yeah. Yeah. like all technology that we have is a watered down version of what they already, I mean, the, mm-hmm. already have the biggest yeah. example well, is I, the, only, I only go with that to a point like I think they only put I mean I think they only put out there what slips out there then they gotta confirm it no not even confirm sometimes it. They gotta, yes they gotta, they gotta, they gotta, gotta like you know a lot of mean? times they're the ones that put up, they yeah. put up misinformation like you look at some of the stories and say like let's switch it up a little bit we talk about the the, um, to beat you to the air, air force guys the airmen mm-hmm. and you see like they knew you don't talk about mm-hmm. ufos because if you do they're gonna make you look like a Make it hard for you to make a living. Yeah, everything is done. Yeah, yeah. it's crazy. No, it's not yeah. UFOs. These are our balloons. We've been working mm-hmm. on these for 30 years. Now they got yeah. all the paperwork and you're just some fucking loony like, guy because mm-hmm. nobody knows who you are. But if you look, but nobody now, even knows who, what, what kind of rank a colonel is. The average yeah. American wouldn't be able to tell you who a colonel and a general and a lieutenant is. They're just somebody in the Army. So. Yeah, but now within the last year, you see that the Air Force now acknowledges UFOs. Mm-hmm. And it was like, so you made all these dudes look like crackpots. Now y'all want to acknowledge this shit? Which was mind blowing. During the quarantine, when everybody had time to sit around and study it, mind blowing, and nobody right. said anything. No. I, I think, go ahead. I think if anybody sat around these past couple months and didn't expand something in your own world, it's not too late to do it. But, you know, open up a book. We got every. And almost oh, anything at the. Why don't you have an Ethernet thumb. cord and a Wi Fi? Yeah. You got everything at your yeah. fingertips to learn. Something everything. like if you mm-hmm. if you didn't know how to read, you know, learn how to read. If you even didn't if know how to pronounce certain just, words over this yeah. quarantine, you should have learned something. Even mm-hmm. if you're just able to figure out what's not true and filter through some of the things that, you know, you maybe have question about. And, all right, well, I know I found out that this was some bullshit. At least you, you know, you gained knowledge. You you know, you gained more knowledge than you had the day before. And like like you said, this quarantine time had a lot of time for people to self-reflect and uh, go through their little battles. And, and it, it was hard for a lot of people, man. Mm-hmm. I was on, I was seeing a lot of people on social media, like, going crazy yeah. and... Uh, where were they when I was like two years old? <laughs> Shit, I was the only child. I was so quarantined for life, yeah. nigga. Like man. sitting there at the radio, doing my mom tell me I can't watch the TV. Oh man, it was a it's a wreck. I, I was yeah. just telling my cousin, I, I don't think I've never officially got off of punishment since my, <laughs> no. since my teenage. No, no, I've been on parole my whole adult life. We was deep. We was deep. It was seven of us, so. You brought up something that made me think of this story, right? And I think this is 
goes back into what predictive programming is. Because you think back, I'm pretty sure most of y'all heard about this, was that one radio broadcast when the when some with the aliens War came the in. World of Worlds. War of Worlds. Yeah. And everybody started committing. Scared the shit out of Some people dying and they, Yeah. And they spreads said, oh, faster than oh, fear. Oh, just playing. They so, did that as, that was an experiment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, what did they start doing? Start making alien movies. Pushing it out there. Now, it's to the point, like I said, it's so prophecy. Like, we want something now. Because, like, all right. We believe this. We ready for this. So now, but they sudden, keep, but they they tug at your psyche by saying, by making subconsciously, by making you believe that it's real and it's possible and it's going to happen at any moment. But physically, they're saying, we don't have any ex- evidence. This doesn't exist. Like we don't know. This is all untrue. This is mm-hmm. you know. This is just speculation. Like no, nah, they're gonna oh. try to make it seem like it just happened. Yeah. Oh, they got the whole thing with Gaia. I saw an app. I've been trying to down. I've been wanting to download. You you seen that app? Nah. When it talks about, uh, like, uh, ancient ruins, um, civilizations, um, alien stuff, uh, dog, it's a, yo, check it out. I it's know it's it definitely, yes, yeah, it's, oh. it's like almost like a streaming app. It's deep. Uh, it's, it's, I want to, I'll be like, dude, I definitely, I don't know if I want to pay the extra 10 bucks, but I'm thinking about doing it. But then, like I said, then they came out and then. The one thing that got me that threw me back is that the military uh, acknowledged it, which is hard. It's like bending their arm behind their back. Like, did they really, like, really want to do that, mm-hmm. or is this part of the program and they want us on? Like, okay, right. let me give you like two blimps, and it was like some bullshit video. You're like, yeah, it okay. was garbage. It was, right. it was garbage videos. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, come on, if you're gonna do this, give me the real shit, bro. Right. But, yes, y'all, but y'all, y'all not gonna be the, the the government, and y'all still they got did these the play. Photos. They did the play by play for it, and was like, you know, yeah, this is some shit that we can never do. This is crazy. Like, this is you know, not us. This is not anybody we know of. Moonlander. But we, <laughs> but we can't confirm. Like, come on, uh, like, no. Yeah, they approved it because they filtered it. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. but that's because our gen- the the generations that are coming out are becoming less and less aggressive and becoming more passive. So, um, the, the government is getting way more power. I would like to say it's been passive it, and lately possibly more aggressive. But what, to me, they are afraid. Well, right now, right this, now, right now, what we mm-hmm. doing? This we building. That's the result so, of things becoming passive mm-hmm. for so yeah. long. It's mm-hmm. like that building point where the quiet person in the room finally snaps. Mm-hmm. So that's what's happening right now. Um, the quiet people in America that all across the rooms in America are snapping. Mm-hmm. And when well, that, when that person snaps, what should you can do about it? Still, no, we're still, not talking about you, Karen. At, no. this very, <laughs> at this very point, they they think they, they still got this. So now, here goes the question: Is this where they want us to be? Is this part of the predictive programming? Like I said, the 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 self prophecy where they want us to want to know this now. Then the fact that you're instead of everybody jumping out of buildings, killing themselves, they like okay, we got them ready to accept this now. Because I'm pretty sure we can go sit here and talk all night about. Uh, conspiracies about presidents being aliens and knowing their place and all that other stuff until what these conspiracies are. It, you know what I mean? It's the Tupac there. Like like you said, do they is this where they want us to be? It's like you it, you, you can go back and forth all day. You know, is he dead? Did he want us to think he was dead? Is he really alive? Did he want us to think he was alive? Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It's um, 
with with that type of thing, it's it's really like you got to just keep searching for clues to verify or debunk individual parts of the puzzle. You know what I mean? And because the puzzle is very big. Yeah, I'm a, after this. Show, exactly. after this I'm gonna play y'all my episode with my uncle because I want him. I want y'all to hear what he explains what the aliens are. Yeah, I want to hear. And I'm gonna play for you guys. I'm just I'm 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 debating because I'm debating whether to put my uncle on this his his episode on here. But I'm gonna let y'all hear it. I'm gonna let y'all give me the green light, red light on this. You got the right people that's gonna do it. You know what I mean? Well. <laughs> Just I, all right. I just want to say one thing about when we were talking about uh, the subconscious influence, like on media. There was a story that just came out. We were just me and Nice were just talking about this, which was like it blew my mind. So I, 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 this is the perfect place to talk about it. They just confirmed that you know the people, the uh, creators of the Matrix, the brothers, term sisters, the Wakashi brothers. <laughs> They was they transitioned from men into women. Both of them, they was brothers. Who, 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 in the Matrix? Now you talking about Matrix? I'm, I'm a Matrix. The movie, the, yeah, the Matrix. Okay, all right. The directors, <laughs> the Wachowski brothers. Man, fuck those brothers. They, they stole it from in, the black lady. No, yeah. but listen, they turned into girls. They both turned into. They transitioned into women, but they just confirmed that the movies were a metaphor about. Uh, being in the trans life and transition. <laughs> that's not what that movie is about. That's wild, that's, but that's what they, they didn't write the movie. All right, now I'm about they, to jump but, in. But they they level. took the they took the creative concept and used it for their own. But the, now they're trying the, to push their agenda. Yeah, but no one listens. Everybody who watched the movie knows what. But can, that makes sense. How many people don't that's know? But what? But what nowadays? Now, okay, which one of y'all said that? Is that in my head? How many <laughs> people don't know? That was you. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was a back of my head. It's like, how many people don't know? I was like, hold on, did I just people say that? that yeah. <laughs> You're gonna ask somebody right now who is Dennis Rodman. And they're gonna look at you like, who? That's why only the first. Yo, my uncle talks about that shit too. Yo, I gotta play it for y'all. People, people don't. All right. Took a break real quick. I did an immediate stop on that. Sorry to everybody who was who probably was all getting into what we were talking about, but it, we're running down on time, so we're going to switch it up here. We're going to bring it to uh, a new segment, uh, a trivia segment. Since I got three people here, we're going to do a trivia on Martin. How many of y'all are, are acquainted with Martin? Martin, that's the homie right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you got me worried. Asking some yeah, questions, yeah, yeah. and I was like, "What? He ain't serious." Martin, Martin scores So we're gonna do. We're gonna go nine questions. I guess three questions each for each person. All right, they ain't no prize. That's <laughs> gonna let y'all know right now. Prize is knowing your Martin, Martin trip your prize. Shot. <laughs> All right, who wants to go up first? We're gonna take the. Uh, yeah. Dang. All right, all right. Nice. Okay. You ready for this one? Yeah. Because he knows his Martin. Better. All right. Martin and Gina are rich. They have won the lottery, or so they think. Martin gives gifts to all his friends. What does he give Pam? Oh. I don't know. I've seen so many Martins. I ain't going to hold you. Okay. I don't know. I don't all know right. I'm going to give you some multiple choice here. All right. <laughs> Did he give her a trip to the salon? No. 
They give her a trip to a spa. Did he give her a wax job? Or did he give her a car? Anybody well, want to like show this? Like a like a toenail salon. Was that episode when, when, when they... Nah, she used to work at the toenail salon. Got to go to work on Myra's feet. I'll yeah, that. she used oh, to work yeah. there. She ain't had to go there. <laughs> she used to work there. I, I caught that before I officially said that. So, so what's your answer? Which one? Give him a countdown. Um, I had to say uh, the card must have been the card. Card and... It was the wax, wax. job. <laughs> I never remember all right. that. And beady beads. Fix them all up. Animals. All right. I'm good with Dan. You ready for this? Yeah, let's go. Who was Martin's nemesis in high school? His nemesis in high school. I need me a multiple choice. Okay. Was it Messy wow. Jesse? Ashley Larry? Pretty Ricky? Or Dander Dan. <laughs> I'm going with Dander Dan just because. I don't know. But I'm, <laughs> oh, Dan, I'm going with Dander Dan. <laughs> I actually remember this episode. Anybody else going, Charger? Pretty Ricky, what they call oh, me. Pretty Ricky is what they He Pretty is correct. Well, I couldn't get that one. <laughs> I'm going to give G-Nice that point. He stole it from you. All right. I wanted to go with Pretty Ricky, too, because I. that's crazy. Your dad, girlfriend... Used to call me that pretty Ricky. She called me Rico Suave. Yeah, you're talking about King No. One of his uh, stepmoms at the time. His pop was a player. <laughs> All right. I'm the Himalayas. You ready for this? King Shinobi. You ready? Oh, yeah. All right. According to Martin, how does Pam get special attention at her job? Does she wear red shoes? Tight dresses to show her butt? New weave or take a shower? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. Shit. I'm going to go with, uh... (laughs) 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 That was crazy. (laughs) I'm going to go with the new weave. And, no, anybody want to go in for the still? I'm going red shoes. The red shoes. That's what I was thinking, too. The red shoes. But he always be talking about her weed. I I, I thought the the, the multiple choices are coming off off the top of my head right here. (laughs) (laughs) You got to give me the crate, too. But I do, like, I got to say shot because the sub bar was saying to her, like, fucked up. Yeah, he always (laughs) talks shit about her weed. But the red shoes came to my mind first. I should have said that. Okay. Back to you, G-Nice. Who was Martin's biggest arch rival throughout the show? Was it Tommy, Cole, Gina, or Pam? Pam. Bing, bing, bing. You got it. That was an easy one. (laughs) All right. Down and dying. Ready? I had to name the the store clerk that worked that one episode. (laughs) With the the ponytail. With the ponytail. (laughs) How did Martin make up his big mouth behavior for telling secrets? Uh, did he take a vow of silence? Was he forced to tell everyone his own personal secrets on the radio? Did he... Uh, I'm going to give you two. One of the two. I can't come up with anything else. 
Oh, come on. Yo, that one with that vial of silence was hilarious. <laughs> he was a monk or something, yeah. right? Yeah, three brains and shit. <laughs> that was crazy. Uh, what was it? The vial of silence and the, the or was starting forced, up his own show, right? Or was he forced to tell his own personal secret on the radio show? Oh, man. I remember this episode, too. I remember, I remember him, but I don't remember why he did it, man. Yeah. Want to take a stab? Both them episodes. I'm going with uh, I'm going with him being a monk. That joke was funny and stupid. What? And that that. it was the <laughs> episode where he had to tell every he told everybody that the one night he was horny, he knocked on Shanae's door. Oh my uh, god! Uh, <laughs> you remember that episode? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Yeah. Yo. <laughs> That shit had me cry. She oh busted in like, what? <laughs> I need that. Oh, my God, man. All right, Shinobi, you ready? Yeah. Pam had a boyfriend that had his own skybox in the Pistons Stadium. What was his name? Derek, James, Simon, or Gerald? I remember this one, too. I don't remember, I don't remember his name. I right, remember I remember the John though. Yeah. I'm gonna go Derek. Nope. Anybody wanna try to take a guess? He said it was Gerald. Nope. What was the other name? Damn. I Damn. forgot. Derek and Simon, Gerald. It was James. And James. James. You going James? I'm going with James. It was James. James. And both of y'all wrong. It was Simon. Simon. Damn. Simon. Damn, Simon. I'm looking bad on Martin Trippier right now. This is crazy. And I watched it through my whole childhood. I'm still watching it recently. And I'm wrong. (laughs) All right, Z-Nice. This is your last question. You ready? Yeah. Which character on Martin wasn't the brightest? Was it Gina, Pam, Tommy, or Cole? Come on, bro. Oh, Come on, bro. Bro, man. Cold. Cold. Bing, bing, bing. It was cold. It was cold. It was cold. It was cold. All right. Let me get some. I'm going to get some better questions for y'all here. Uh. That one was easy. I just read it. I looked at it and read it. I was like, that was too easy. What show was Martin based off? <laughs> this is last right. name. <laughs> <laughs> Who's next? Dan, you next? All right. Where do Martin and his friends live when this series start? In Detroit. Oh, damn. Before I even got the multiples off, you are correct. Yeah, Detroit. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That nasty looking high rise. <laughs> All right, Shinobi. All right, let me see here. Okay. No, no, no. I don't think you're going to know that one. Shit. Uh, that one's way too easy. That's too All easy. right. When Martin got fired, he picked up a plastic garbage can and threw it against the window, screaming, What? Anarchy. Fuck this shit. Radio. Uh, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> I 
<laughs> Can you repeat the last one? <laughs> What's up? <laughs> oh, shit. All right. <laughs> What's up? No. It was radio. Radio. He yelled it because he thought he was cool uh, when Spike Lee was in the movie. That was do the right thing. Yo, I'm three for three and wrong answers. Bro, so our winner today is Mr. Dan. Congratulations. Because I stole them. Um, yeah. No, you cheated. It's Liddy. <laughs> so, this comes to our final segment of the show. Usually I'll do a... Um, one of my... Ooh, stop that. Nope. I'll do a, a, a little... Fun thing where we'll listen to somebody, but because we got King Shinobi on today, we're going to end it off with one of his songs here, uh, Rosary Bees, mm-hmm. um, directed by Mr. Wayne on the Sticks, shot and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell everybody where they can find you at and how to find your music. Uh, you can catch me, you can catch the video on YouTube, uh, Rosary Bees by King Shinobi. Uh, you can catch it on Spotify, uh, iTunes, Amazon Music. Uh, iHeartRadio, title, all that good shit. Um, and you can catch me on Instagram, Twitter, King underscore Shinobi. Catch me on Facebook, King Shinobi. Um, I'm everywhere. Get with me. All right, that'll be it for it. My mind is set. Everybody have a good night, good day. Thank you for coming yeah. in once again. So Niggas is really praying. I go local on tracks like a mental patient from the underground, like I live in the payment. So many hundreds, my new name in Franklin. Bloody Mary, I might pop up and shank them. I've been letting niggas eat like a banquet. Shit deep, but you niggas is basic. Sissy beat, but some fly like a spaceship. My nigga really the greatest. You can get hit with the lasers. I'm a game changer, you just make payments. I don't talk a lot, I make bank statements. Hallelujah, put the shotty to you. Rosary beats for the final viewer. I've been the G, what you guys are doing? Try me, you leaking our body fluid. Rosary beats. Rosary beats. My nigga blast, we never stress. You know who the tank. You know who the tank. Know what it is. It's so every game, but we a regime. I don't dance, but I clap my hands to the sound of that money machine. Yeah. Rosary beats, Rosary beats. My niggas blessed, we never stress. You know who the team, know who the team. You know who it is. It's so every game, but we a regime. I don't dance, but I clap my hands to the sound of that money machine. Fast money, ain't no slowing down She put that ass on me, now was going down Got my shooters with me and we on the prowl Been war already like Colin Powell Nigga sounding unprofessional Heard he telling he confessional Let the record show if he let him know Bet the weapon start caressing, yo I'm from the streets like an intersection You niggas more one directional I put the beef in the blender, nigga I be tapping shit up if you didn't know I'm from the hood where niggas be hating on you Cause they know that you finna blow I ain't got time for no bull on the mic We try and go off what you picking, bro? Headshots for you know we ain't playing. Red dot metal face terminator. So smack down the rock, I'm the great one. Burn the trap down, my niggas is blazing. Slapping niggas like a bully in a fast lane. I'm a fast lane, getting cash, man. It's all goody. Balling on them like Rusty and Woody. Rosary beats. My nigga blast, we never stress. You know who the tank, you know who the tank. Know what it is, it's so every game, bitch. We a regime. I don't dance, but I clap my hands to the sound of that money machine. Yeah. Rosie 
with bass. Rollin' with bass. My niggas blast, we never stress. You know who the team, know who the team. You know who it is, it's show every gang, cause we a regime. I don't dance, but I clap my hands to the sound of that money machine.